I can confirm that he did have surgery, uh, but out of respect for Rodney, I'm not going to get into the details of the surgery. But he. Uh, we haven't made that decision yet. He's out for the season, or that decision has still been hasn't been made. Yeah, still can't say. I didn't look at you first. Sorry. Alshon Jeffrey had an illness yesterday. Is he feeling better today? Uh, not really. Um, there's a, there's a virus going around. Obviously, um, he's sick again. So. Uh, Speaking to uh, our doctors this morning, it's about a 24, 48-hour deal, so we're hoping it runs its course here pretty soon. So if all you have to go off of is Wednesday's practice in terms of his on-field performance, did you see enough that if he's healthy with the virus, he can play on Sunday? Yeah, we did, and then we still got tomorrow. Um, you know, Our departure is a little bit later in the day, so we, we, we can spend tomorrow uh, getting him caught up, too, on some of the stuff that he, he's missed. With Rodney being so good at playing kind of the, the deep middle there, is there a, is it sort of a mix and match and combine to fill that role, or, or what's the plan to, to fill that going forward? Good question. Um, no, we listen, We uh, I'm not going to get into roster decisions and what that plan is, but when, and, and, you know I've talked to Jim about it, and we've worked it in practice this week. And, and uh, you know, we've got options back there, obviously, uh, moving some guys around, but uh, we've got a plan, and, and we're comfortable with what we've got. Uh, Darren, you know, we've tested Darren this week and he's just not, he's not there yet. Um, he's getting close, uh, with that, uh, you know, with that hamstring. Um, and, and Jay is, Jay is good. He's practiced well this week. He was saying that he had a, a fracture in his back. How do you, I don't know if that's anything you've had experience with, um, from a coaching standpoint or, or teammates or anything like that, but how do you go about that? It sounds bad, you know, a fracture. I actually had that same injury, uh, when I played, um, it's 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 uh, he's it's a tolerate you know go as tolerated. Um, he's a tough kid and and he's he's battled through it and he's really has felt fine. He's felt fine through it. So um, it might sound bad, but uh, you know he uh, tough kid and and uh, he doesn't want to doesn't want to miss another one. Doug, as far as Tennessee goes, uh, you've had a lot of success with RPOs to face a quarterback that can do that kind of thing and. Add some zone read in there as well. Just the mobility. What kind of difficulty does that present? Well, it, it puts it puts everybody, you know, defensively a little bit more on a sense of urgency with with some of the zone read. And they do a lot of things, multiple, you know, a, a multiple offense, whether it's zone read, whether it's um, you know wildcat situations with uh, with runners back there, and um, and just even the play action pass that can come off of it. So uh, it's a uh, you know, it's a unique style. Our defense is very comfortable having obviously practiced and played, you know, against against our offense. Um, and it's a discipline. It's a, it's all about discipline, where your eyes are, training your eyes during the week, studying the film, um, and, and making sure your reads and your, your keys are, are right on right on point. How do you think Nelson played over the first three games? Um, man, I think he's he's played well, quite honestly. Um, <clears throat> you know, he's 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 been real consistent. Um, you know, even with not having Alshon out there, and you know, of course, we we lost Mike Wallace a couple weeks ago. You know, he's really stepped up and 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 has taken you know a lot of the a lot of the load from the receiver group. And you know, we 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 begin to you know hopefully get some guys back here. But I think he's played he's played really well. He's a consistent target, obviously, for our quarterbacks, and and they're real comfortable with him. I know you don't want to disclose exactly what you're going to do at the safety position, but. Are you going to go with the people you have on the roster now? Do you need to to bring people in or somebody in? To well, we're we're looking. I mean, it, it's not like we're not. I mean, <clears throat> um, 
whatever we decide, you know, with, with Rodney moving forward, <clears throat> um, yeah, we're, we're going to constantly look and, and try to, if we can add depth and, at the position, well, we will. Um, we're comfortable with who we have now currently on the roster, and, uh, you know, we're going into this game with that. How does the experience of losing so many key players last year help in dealing with Rodney's situation? Well, it, it is it is key. I mean, we can lean on the experience. Um, one thing that you're seeing this year differently from last year is, you know, it's, it's kind of hit one position group. You know, uh, where last year it was spread out, you know, over different 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 position groups. But, you know, I think it's um, it's something that we, as a staff, continue to. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I give compliments to the, my assistant coaches for preparing everybody and, and getting everybody ready to go uh, for situations like this. That you gave last week were seem to be a lot different than what you had the week before. Is that, that just based on what your game planning is going in? And yeah, a lot of us. Yeah, a lot of us based on uh, you know who you're playing, um, the matchups you try to create, and um, you know each week is different. And and you know it's why you you know you, you study the film and and uh, you, you talk to and and look at the you know, different reports that we have generated, and um, that's that's kind of how your game plan gets formulated a little bit. You mentioned you're from that three tight end set that you can maybe do a lot of things that um, pretty much anything. From yeah, I mean, we, we feel like, you know, it's uh, you can be in, you know, condensed, tight formations and then, then turn around and, and spread the field just a little bit and go either, you know, empty or at least spread formations with that group because they're, they're smart, they're athletic, and, and uh, you know, these guys are, are, are good athletes, you know, so um, something that uh, – that we saw last week, and we'll try to, you know, if we can, keep keep it going each week. You mentioned a little bug going around the locker room. And it happens. Did you get it yet? I did not try to stay away from you guys. So, uh, it does happen. <laughs> Someone, I can't say that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Too soon. It, uh, it does happen, though. I mean, what do you – what are the, the measures the team takes when you realize that starts to happen? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it really it starts with me when I start seeing it happening, uh, just addressing the team, just making sure that we're, you know, um, washing hands and maybe, you know, covering covering your mouth if you cough or sneeze or, you know, whatever you can do. There's a lot of people, you know, a lot of people on, on a, in an organization, especially around the football team, and, you know, sometimes you have to, quarantine a guy and maybe just send him home with meds and 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 get him get him hydrated and rested and hopefully he's back the next day so you know uh take take the proper steps to uh to make sure that nobody else gets it in this first guy not right now in this spring carson mentioned completion percentage as one area that he improved this year in this offense ideally what is a target completion percentage you would like to see well i think if you're pushing Close to seventy percent—that's extreme. I think that's a high number. But if you're in the upper sixties, I think is a uh, is, is a realistic goal. Um, you know, in that sixty-seven, sixty-eight, even sixty-nine percent. You see some of the top quarterbacks each year—they're seventy-ish, seventy-one, somewhere around there. And that's exceptional. Um, and those those can always relate to even you know just sometimes just pulling the ball down and hitting it back in the flat or a, a, a back over you know a check down situation where maybe the throw is not there and, and you pull it down which um you know which he did last week and, and all that stuff is um you know from an offensive standpoint it keeps us ahead of the chains now we're in a second and five or four maybe even a three or you know third down you you get the first down by doing that so yeah if you're in the if you're in the upper 60 percent 
Tao, you know, with the with the completion percentage, you're you're doing well. On the uh, roster, um, veteran contract years. Um, this year, you have a, a, a large number of starters that that are in contract years. Do, do you ever um, notice how that that affects guys or, or how they go about uh, playing under that kind of pressure? You know what? No, I, I don't. Um, now I don't know what they say with their agents and if they're talking all that, but. You know, once once you go out to practice or you, you turn the lights on, the game's on, it, it's football. And these guys push all that stuff aside. You know, I talk a lot about eliminating distractions, and, and that could be a source of a distraction for any player, you know. Um, so um, I haven't heard it, haven't seen it, especially when we're out on the field. Last week you guys had those sequences where it's, you know, back-to-back, the same RPO or even three in a row. What's your philosophy on coming back to stuff over and over again, uh, not getting predictable, still being effective that way? Um, I love coming back to, you know, plays and have repetition there. Um, time on task is always a positive, you know, when you can rep a play more than once or twice and, and, and come back to it in the game because more than likely you're going to get a different coverage the second time or third time around. So um, I, I'm big about that, you know, repeat plays and, and uh, just helping our offense to, uh, you know, stay on the field. And obviously it has to be. You know, conducive to the situation. You know, we got a specific third down menu, so you know that that might change just a little bit. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a big believer in repeat plays. Last one for this game. There's been a noticeable trend over the past couple of years where there's been more points allowed on the road than at home. Why do you think that is? And have you noticed a difference in the way the defense plays at home compared to on the road? Um, you know, I think overall you got to look at the entire team. Uh, you know, and it's something we talk about. Uh, even during training camp, is how we handle our road games. You know, we, we expect to win, obviously, all our home games. And, and then how we handle the road uh, is important. I mean, there's, there's travel involved. There's usually family or fans, you know, at the hotel. Uh, there's, there's always little, little distractions that pull guys, you know, coaches in, in, in different directions. And, and so it's how we manage and handle those, uh, I think, can, can correlate to how you play on, on game day. If there's something, you know, when you're, when you're at home, you're at home. You know, you, you can go to your house and you, you're there, and it's it's a little more structure. But uh, you know, it's just how we how we handle how we handle the road. You know, the crowd noise, um, communication, all of that is is a big part of the success that we had a year ago on the road, and and we've got to maintain that again this year. All right, see you guys.